Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Not running your business on NetSuite is like trying to sink a putt with a cap pulled over your eyes. NetSuite by Oracle is the number one cloud financial system, giving you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, budgeting, and more all in one place. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 31,000 businesses already use NetSuite. This summer, NetSuite has a special financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash go. netsuite.com slash go. It is the Blue Room. We are reacting to Everton going to Sheffield Wednesday in the third round of the League Cup and winning 2-0. A much-needed victory for Marco Silva and his side. I'd like to say joining me on Skype now, uh, very much in, in keeping with the evening, really, in regards to the technological issues of getting things you, you actually want to see. It's, uh, it's Mark Mosey and Dave Downey. Dave, um, when we got through to, to round three of the League Cup, you took your top off. Now we're in round four. What's the situation like in your house? I imagine there's clothes all over the place. There's no clothes to be seen, Matt. I was prepared for this eventuality. Everything was taken off much earlier in the evening, to be honest. And I was just waiting for this phone call after this emphatic victory there, Hillsborough. Um, Mark Mosey, you, you banished your wife out of the room to, to have a, a great a chat about this fantastic victory uh, and insight into your domestic life right there. Yeah, it's been a bit slow, actually, tonight. I think the, the first carrier pigeon has just flown in the door and... Um, it, it's just let me know that Calvert Lewin has scored and put us one nil up. Um, so <laughs> was that what that more, notification was for? Was it? Yeah. More updates as we get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, as, as you know, you both sort of mentioned there, it's, it's a tough one to follow night apart from the people who who were obviously actually there. But I think we've all seen bits and pieces of the game. We've all seen obviously the highlights. Um, and I'll, I'll come to you first, Dave, before we have a, a chat about Dominic Calvert Lewin to begin with. Um, I think it's. It was one of those performances, one of those games tonight where regardless of what, what Everton did in regards to getting through, it wouldn't fully alleviate what happened at the weekend. I think it's very much a case of looking ahead to Manchester City and Burnley and hoping that this can be a platform for us. But I imagine Marco Silva would have been absolutely delighted with the way the team sort of came out the traps and, and let's be honest, killed the game early on in those first 10 minutes. Well, it gives us everything that we've been we've been asking for, Matt, and what we've been talking about lately, and, and that was a fast start. It was you know, putting our foot down at the start of games, really trying to take the initiative and putting the the home side on the on the back foot, and and we did that. And and I think the performance in general probably encapsulated everything that we've been missing. So, as much as I think you're absolutely right about the way people will see this, is maybe a little bit after the Lord Mayor show in regards to what we did against Bournemouth and Sheffield United as a doubleheader, I, I, I can't help but feel that we should be we should be praising some of the, the these changes that Marco Silva made and some of the players that come in and perform pretty well on the night, which is difficult given the circumstances that basically we were on a hide to nothing really, Marco Silva was, because we're expected to win this game. And the fact we have, it's very easy to sit here now for people to say, well, we should be beating Championship opposition. Dominic Calvert-Lewin scored, but he's done it against Championship opposition. Maybe that's his level. 
it's, I think it's very, very easy to fall into that trap of criticising the club when you've been on such a poor run of form. But this is this is such a crucial victory for us, you know, put, putting us in this stage of the League Cup. We haven't been here since when Roberto Martinez was in charge and that was seemed like an eternity ago, mm. even though it was just, what, three or four years ago. Um, getting into the last 16 of a cup competition is something we haven't done for a while. It's something we're not used to and it's something that really should be cherished and, and not celebrated because, I, you know, the old adage, as far as I'm concerned, is you've got to go on and win these. It's no good to have a cup run. But stringing together a couple of results in a domestic cup competition should alleviate some of the um, negativity that's been going on. And, you know, I've, I've been a purveyor of that over the last couple of weeks. I've, I've been sick and tired of what we've seen because we've seen it so many times before with this club. But this book's the trend a little bit and it is a, it is a crucial win, not only for Marco Silva, but for... Our, our hopes and aspirations as a fan base. This is a time now where we should be looking to kick on in this competition. We've said it so many times in the past, and now they've actually gone and got themselves to a stage where they can really put their foot down and attack this competition, regardless of who we get in the next round. Because I mean, you know, Spurs went out, but most of the other Premier League sides have, have got through so far in in the uh, yeah. last 32. We're into the last 16. If you get a victory in that, it's a quarter final. Then you're looking at a double, uh, two-legged semi-final. It's getting to the business end of a competition, which we have notoriously been awful in uh, throughout our history as a club. It's the only trophy we haven't won, um, and yeah, it, it feels. I feel quite refreshed by that tonight. Just the way it, it panned out, early goals, Calvert Lewin, all things and all points that have been a bone of contention for so many people. So, I think we should be. We should be celebrating and really happy getting into the last sixteen of this. Like you say, it does it doesn't alleviate what's going on in the league, and that needs to be put right. Um, I hate I hate to use the term, but it is a little bit of a free pass against Manchester City, given what they're doing mm. at the minute and the retribution they took out on Watford at the weekend. They've got them one three nil with a strong side out of Preston tonight as well. Uh, it's a bit of a free hit, and if we were to come out of that with anything on. Saturday, then I think it'd be it'd be a bonus. I think all eyes will turn to to Burnley almost immediately. There's another away from home game that's that's going to be a difficult one for us to win. But this shouldn't be underestimated. This this is a really good result for us tonight. And the, the team that Marco Silva fielded, um, Mark, I think changes that I imagine would have given a lot of us hope that he is sort of seeing the issues with this side and is looking to do something about them. I think. Obviously, me and yourself spoke about Seamus Coleman and his struggles on the post-match on Saturday. He was out the side for Sidibu. Had a pretty good game by all accounts. And, and also, Gilfie Sigurdsson and Morgan Schneider. And after not playing particularly well at the weekend, he made changes there as well. And I think you can see in the build-up to the second goal in particular, the, the creativity of, of Bernard and Awobi linking up and having that natural ability to you know carve out chances, really coming to the fore. And I think it was just nice to see some of the changes that a lot of people would have been crying out for actually made, and to a degree, bearing fruit in this match. I think as as unfavourable as the last couple of weekends have been in the league, it actually, in a in a bit of a perverse way, made our approach to this game a little bit more beneficial in terms of what Silver was going to do with it. I think the temptation, as as poor as we've been in the in the League Cup in well since its entire existence, um, it, there's there's always been that ability of Everton to go a little bit scattergun with their changes going into games like this and and not necessarily use these as opportunities to 
highlight some of the, the issues that we've had in recent weeks and actually use the game to work on not only a change of formation, which we didn't necessarily see tonight, but actually get some new personnel in. And I think recent results have given this game a little bit more importance. Um, and it, I, I like the the nature of the changes tonight. It, it did feel as though it there was a measured approach to the, the, the people who were left out. I mean, if anyone would have told you after the weekend's game that Snidling, Coleman and Sigurdsson were going to be left out tonight, you'd at least think, well, Silver is taking on board where the weaknesses are and, and trying to work on them. Um, bringing a Wobi inside, I think obviously within the first 10 minutes showed the the analysis that we all saw from Tim Cale at the weekend and, and clearly Silver's a big fan of Cale's. Um, but I think to, to see a little bit more dynamism going through the middle of the park, especially against lower league opposition where you are going to be afforded space, you are going to have your attacking players given an extra 10 or 15 yards to, to run at defenders and be a little bit more incisive um, for everything that we've done as a football club and in, in recent transfer windows and some of the fabulous talent that we've brought in. It all looks a little bit pedestrian going forward at times. Um, teams are quite happy, as Sheffield United were at the weekend, to usher us wide and see if we can put in a perfect, a perfect cross into the box, which in the most part we are not capable of doing that. And for most of our recent history, we have another striker who's able to get on the end of one of those crosses. I think as much as it's an important team win tonight, certain individuals and, and primarily Dominic Carvert-Lewin, of course, will will take great amounts of confidence from this. Um, it, it's refreshing to see him work off a different type of service. Uh, for so long, we've, we've spoken about him being someone who consistently feeds off scraps, um, has to battle for what seems like every touch of a football in every game. Um, and just to, albeit against low league opposition, just to see him play with a little bit more freedom. And you can imagine as a striker, enjoying those moments where you see someone like Alex Uwobi run past you and then be able to dictate where his cutback is going to come from. And as much as it seems incredibly simple, they are the type of moves and the type of goals that Everton have struggled to score for so long. Mm. Um, Sadibi looks like a real breath of fresh air mainly in his, his approach on the ball. Um, you saw the nature of that first goal and the fact that you, you don't necessarily see Seamus Coleman putting in that sort of ball. Um, we, we don't want all of our fullbacks and all of our players being of the same style. It's nice to have that bit of a mix and it, it looks very refreshing when you have someone come in like that and, and be able to pick out a different type of pass and we all see how Calvert-Lewin can thrive on that so all in all, it's just, it, I think it was a welcome change away from the league. But as Dave said, the, the primary point of this is that Everton needed the confidence boost. Not only, obviously, as a result on the night, but to actually look like we're capable of developing a cup run. Um, this has massive significance for the club, but also, of course, and Marco Silva at the moment, who just needed the positive from anywhere. Yeah, and just... Just very, very quickly, Dave, um, just to just get a, a bit of feedback there. <laughs> Apologies, Ed. Yeah, as Mark mentioned there, Dominic Carvalhoon is going to be the man who gets the headlines from this now. Um, that is three goals from, from two starts now. And, you know, people sort of might think I'm being typically in the lad's favour here and getting behind him. And obviously everyone knows I'm sort of a, a big fan of his. I think he's got a lot to offer. But I think he, do, he does deserve credit tonight because I suppose if 
you know, while there's a lot of people sort of saying he's found his level and, and having little jibes like that, I think if, if Moyes Keane scores those two goals, we're all sort of, get, sort of getting very excited mm. about what a, what a young centre-forward has to offer. And I even think if Moyes Keane puts in the performance that Dominic Carvalhoon did at Bournemouth, albeit with his link-up play being poor and all the things you usually associate with Dominic Carvalhoon doing, we're actually very good at Bournemouth. I think if Moyes Keane puts that performance in, you're saying, well, the lad's got his goal, you know, he's, he's sort of done his job. So, I think I think Dom, in fairness, does, does deserve a bit of credit. Um, you know, he didn't get on the pitch obviously against um, Sheffield United at the weekend, but the last two times he's been on the field, he's had three, which obviously scored three goals. He missed another good chance tonight to potentially get his hat trick, which would have been nice. But you know, all of the goals he scored as well, I think, have, have been very different. Obviously, a left-footed half volley tonight, a tap in after some some good movements and. You know, clever play from Alex Awobi and a foot and header against Bournemouth. So, I mean, it, it, it's got to be considered as a, as a positive this now, hasn't it? And I think, in fairness to the lad, he's probably earned himself a, a starting spot on Saturday and potentially for Burnley as well. I, I think it's an interesting point you make about him not being measured with the same yardstick that we use for other players. I, I completely agree with that and I think it is unfair. Um, it, it's a really pertinent point you make that if... Moyes Keane put in the, the performance that uh, Calvert-Lewin did at Bournemouth regardless of the goal. Um, he wouldn't have received anywhere near the amount of criticism Dom has. And uh, and also tonight, if he was to score, particularly that first goal, which was superbly taken and a really good move, great first touch and finish. It was it was quite prolific, the finish, wasn't it? It was, it was potent. Um, then we'd be waxing lyrical about, about him now, talking... Uh, everything about what what sort of pedigree he has as a as a young striker in European football, um, and undoubtedly that will come on it when Moise Keane scores his first goal. It'll eclipse anything Dominic Calvert-Lewin's achieved in his Everton career. That's just the way it goes. It's unfortunate and it's wrong, but I think that's generally the main attitude of, of football fans these days. We we are as a as a beast, um, very fickle, even within our own four walls, really, aren't we? About our players and. Um, and that, that hopefully that does him the power of good tonight. The position that he took up for both goals, there was there was some really good movement from him. He peeled away for the first one, great ball by Sadibi, and uh, the, the finish is sublime. He fires it right into the top corner. It's, it was actually a finish of a confident striker, which you obviously wouldn't associate with him at the minute, given the, the trials and tribulations of the rest of the team and the criticism and heat he's received from the Everton fans in, in recent weeks. And then the second one is a really good piece of movement as well, where he drifts into the middle, really decent ball pulled back to him from Alex Iwobi, and, and then he finishes into the bottom corner. Bread and butter finish for a striker. But that's exactly what we've been missing, Matt, is the bread and butter. Um, we, had, we haven't even bought a loaf, let alone had any bread and butter <laughs> sort of finishes uh, lately. So it, it felt like such a bad spell. But like you say, three and two is start of hopefully a little room for him. Um and, and I feel now that that, that line-up tonight was uh, as experimental as it's been recently. It, it, it should give Silver food for thought on, on who should start at the weekend and, and going forward from this, um, particularly the midfield with Davis in there next to Delph and Sadibi providing food for thought. Uh, look, I have no doubt that the five changes that Marcus Silver made to the starting line-up tonight, with the exception possibly of Calvert-Lewin, could all be taken out, four of them could be taken out and, and we revert back to what started against Sheffield United let's hope that's not the case you need to continue the winning habit and and of course 
I think one of the criticisms of the defeat at Bournemouth was that he changed things up from the victory over Wolves the previous week. So uh, things need to be a little bit more simple and simplified by the manager. I think when you're in times where you're struggling, you, you spoke about it so well, Matt, and, and Adam Jones said the other day on the uh, on the weekly, uh, on the Subs Weekly show, about trust in players and things like that. Well, Marcus Silva showed a little bit of a, of a different facet to his management tonight. He put some faith in players that we haven't really seen in a blue shirt too often. And they've come to the fore and they've stood up and they were countered and they got us into the next round of the cup. That faith needs to be persisted with, I think, rather than taken away. Or even if it's even if it's phrased by Silver as being something like, you know, this is a squad game and these guys need game time and, and other players needed resting. I, I'd like to see him persist with some of these these changes that he's made, if not in formation, then certainly in personnel. And uh, I think that is a bit of a blueprint for us. It's a bit of a foundation for us to carry forward now. And Calvert-Lewin, you, you say starting the next two games. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure my point of view on that because I feel as if Moise Keane, the this seems to be a developing issue. I don't know if anybody else feels that at the minute, but I feel as if obviously he needs a goal that would do him the world of good, but feels like he's a little bit isolated as an Everton player when he's starting games. He's not getting many touches of the ball, despite taking up positions in the box. I mean, I've watched him quite closely, particularly when he's near my end of the, of the ground at Goodison in a couple of games that he started. And he makes some fantastic runs. He, he looks like he's always wanting the ball. And we don't seem to play to his strengths. Now, when that when that comes, the longer it goes on for a 19-year-old kid looking to find his feet in the Premier League, then the more difficult that task becomes. So I'm not sure what he does for City, but I need to see him having game time. Look, I'd love nothing more than Silver to rock the boat and start the pair of them. I just think, you know what, this is a free hit. We'll have a go with this with 4-4-2 or 4-3-3. Try and come up with something different and maybe stifle Man City and, and, and find a way of just negating that juggernaut that we see all the time, free flow football and the goals that they score. If we come up with something different, it might take them by surprise. But just to, just to conclude, a really positive night with players actually playing for the shirt and, and looking to try and find a way into this first team. And that, I think, is all we can really hope for, aside from actually getting into the last 16 of the competition. You can imagine Moyes Keane's frustration, definitely seeing, in particular, that second goal tonight as, as being one that, as a, as a young lad coming into a, a new league and a new country, it, it seemed like an ideal game and, and yeah. the, the ideal moves to be on the end of. Um, yeah. And a, a, as much as that would be frustrating for him, and Dominic Calvert-Lewin would have been in quite clearly exactly the same boat. Um, it's interesting you say with the with the approach towards the weekend, I think of yeah. of the minimal flaws that Manchester City do have. I think the, the physical prowess and, and in particular just general numbers at the back at the moment is a, is a major concern. So if we were to in turn throw numbers and power at them, then yeah. do you like to think that that's, that's the best opportunity for Everton at the weekend? So potentially something that Silver will look at, but I think being true to form and the his preferences primarily in terms of shape and formation were unlikely to see us go two up top against against what we all hope will be the, the champions elect. Um, <laughs> the, the nature of... Just to just to go back to that second goal, I think that that's how we need to approach 
generally attacking football at the moment. I think we need to get away from this, the idea that Sigurdsson is so integral um, and that we are so heavily reliant on what are albeit good players, but just, just relying on a little bit of flair on why there's not going to carry us through 38 games of, of domestic football. Um, I think we're spot on in terms of what we say about the players coming in tonight and hopefully there is room for compromise between the team that we saw tonight and the team that, that we've seen glimpses of in, in games this season. Um, but it, it, it's just finding that balance for Silver at the moment and I think that that's something that with, with confidence diminishing over the last couple of weeks, the, the faith that you put in, in decisions and, and what personnel you bring in. And I think nights like tonight are as important for the players who are left out and the players that have to look on from the bench as it is for people like Sidibe and Iwobi and Cabot-Lewin to an extent coming in. It, it definitely puts a, a marker in people's mind like Seamus Bowman, like Gilfie Sigerton. It's as important for them as someone like Awobi coming in and having a good game, to see people like that coming in and, and noticing that challenge that there is in the squad. The idea of, of bulking the squad out over recent windows has been that we are going to add numbers, we are going to add competition for places. And I, I think it's at times like this where heads are down a little bit and there's a phase that we may well be entering here and, and certainly tonight is is looking like the start of that but it, it's, a, it's a bit of a kick up the backside for the entire squad really um, not not just the players that were involved tonight but also the ones that have been have been sidestepped out of the starting lineup just to just to reinvigorate the whole squad really and as, as much as we as much as we don't want to get to this point where we have to make such wholesale changes in order to to reinvigorate everyone I think it's refreshing at times to have games like this, and and I think it would have been a very a very dangerous result had we not have have gotten through into the next round tonight. Obviously, we're not in the next round of the tournament, but I think for uh, the repercussions throughout the whole club and the reverberations around Finch Farm would have been pretty severe. And as we go into a pretty tough test at the weekend, I think it was just so important for everyone just to have something to celebrate tonight. Um, and as much as recent form would say that this competition has not been overly kind to us, it's something that Marco Silva really has to grasp with both hands this year. Yeah, fingers crossed it, it can be a springboard for us and certainly it is something to look forward to as we go into a tough spell of the season. Uh, keeping in the cup competitions is always vital. Uh, any preference on who we want in the draw, lads? Uh, just see Crawley have got through, obviously Colchester, one of them two at home. Um, I, I don't particularly care as long as it's a home game. Matt, I think that we're in uncharted territory as it is our weekend in the last 16, as sad as it is to say. I don't really care as long as it's a Goodison. Um, if you've got a Premier League side away, then, you know, God help us. And, and with this, we're still fairly frail, aren't we? Let's face it. I mean, um, as much as I'll praise the side for tonight's victory as a starting point, the, the Premier League away form is, is sort of a massive issue right now. And, to have to go somewhere and you know it's normally at this stage traditionally when we've got to these stages in competitions before and on, on the rare occasions obviously a little bit more regularly under Dave Moyes but that this is now when we will get the big boy away from home and, and it's where the draw actually comes into full force and cocks you up so yeah and anybody at home really and it'd be, a, it'd be a real blessing wouldn't it if we were to get a Colchester or a Crawley at home because 
I know they've caused some upsets tonight. Obviously, Spurs going out was huge, but you'd still fancy Everton to turn them over, even given the uh, the obvious restraints that we've had this season in terms of winning games of football. So, yeah, and anybody at home, lower league side, will be a bonus. Get to the quarterfinals is the next objective. You in the same boat there, Mark? Yeah, I think so. I think a, a home tie is obviously massively favourable. Um, I think what we have got on our side in, in this competition, and it's the the almost desperation to, to, to win and get through to the next round that other clubs don't quite have. Um, but we saw it with Tottenham tonight, and a, as much as on paper you look at their team and think, well, the personnel are good enough, I think there's there's no reason why Everton's attitude to this tournament shouldn't be any shouldn't be better than every single other team in the competition. And as much as that that determination and that attitude doesn't always necessarily carry you through rounds, there is that sort of freedom that Everton can play with, and that we know that winning this competition probably means more to us than anyone else in the draw. Um, and that is something that other teams are not going to want when the, when the the draw is made tomorrow and I think Everton are going to be a side to avoid not necessarily because of recent form but because of the, the sheer will of not, not only the entire fan base but the, the club in general just to get some form of silverware on the board and, and hopefully this competition is going to be our way of doing that. Yeah, fingers crossed uh, the lads can definitely do that in that regard. Uh, cheers to Dave and to Mark for joining me for that post-match reaction. Uh, we'll have more reactions to that game on the weekly show. Look ahead to the visit of the champions on Saturday and we'll have all the usual stuff over on Blue Room Extra as well. If you want to hear a bit more from us, it is patreon.com slash Blue Room Extra. Uh, we'll speak to you either there or on our weekly show or the City Reaction again very shortly. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Sports Social Podcast Network.